Welcome to Success Superstars, episode number 165, your place for the blueprint of success for peak performers just like you. And my special guest this this morning, Jenna Harris-Hernandez. Jenna, Jenna, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. It's an honor. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, well, we're, we're excited to have you and, and thank you for taking your time. Now, I, I was just thinking, uh, you know, tell, tell a little bit about your area of expertise, which I believe is Tarrant, Parker, and Johnson County is here in the DFW area. How, how long have you been doing that? It sure is. So I got into the industry in 2013. I actually came from sales, but in the ballroom dance world, which was completely a big switch, I know, into real estate. And long story short, I actually specialized in investments for the first few years. And back in 2017, I just had this urge for consumers to have available to them people who are true experts in the industry. And I was like, you know what, we're enriching corporations <laughs> uh, by the knowledge that we have. Why not take that depth of knowledge and put it to work for consumers, regular buyers and regular sellers. And so in 2017, we walked away from that investment firm that had become Inc. 1000. We were their head agents. And we went into residential real estate and we're never going to turn back. We love what we're doing. And uh, one of my team members covers kind of Dallas and Collin areas. And I love to stay more on the countryside. I'm a right. Girl. And I uh, focus on those three counties. Yes. Now, let's, let's go to the ballroom dancing a little bit. So how's the tango in, in your salsa? It's still great. You know, just I'm doing the mom bod thing now. But oh, got it. Okay. Dance like heck. So we have fun. That's how my husband and I met. We were both in sales and professional ballroom dancers. So we we still like to dance for fun. That's for sure. Yeah. Now, did you did you find a lot of those skills that you had learned transfer to real estate sales? Surprisingly, yes. I because we had done the sales end of ballroom dance as well for a really high end studio that's international. We got a lot of training on personality sales and how to interact with different personality types and how to also, you know, when you have a couple that comes in and the husband doesn't want to be there, you have 25 minutes to get to know them, get to know their need, teach them how to dance and then sell them a program. And so we had to learn how to really get to know people's deepest need and deepest desire. Nobody ever actually wants to learn how to dance. I mean, yes, they do, but really they want to maybe lose weight or ignite passion back into their relationship. And so I, those same sets of questions that I used to ask on those dance lessons, I actually now ask at listing appointments and on calls with buyers um, and sellers. And I teach um, the people on my team, which we've grown this year, the same things. You have to ask more questions ask more than you talk. The person who loses first is the person who talks the most. You want your client to talk the most, you get their information so you can serve them well. Find out what their true need is. If you don't have that, you don't have a map. And you're never you're you're never gonna you're never gonna be able to serve them to the highest extent. You've got to know what their true deepest need is. Yeah the, the power the secret of success is in, in the, the power of our questions, right? Yes. Now, now, Jen, Absolutely. I don't know if I ever shared this with you, but my wife and I met at, at Zumba. No, I didn't know that. That's so fun. I still do Zumba twice a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're, 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 we're whatever Aww. you call those, Zoom, Zumbiites or whatever. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that um, is so cool. 
yeah, we really enjoy it. Um, it's just so much fun, right? And, and you get you get a decent workout. Yes, it's body, mind, and soul. And actually, I have turned on my heart rate monitor, and if you really go for it, you're burning like seven, eight hundred calories in that in that class. It's yeah, a good you, workout. Yeah, you can you can do some and, and have some fun doing it, right? Exactly. Um, yes. Now, whether it's ballroom dancing or investment property or helping buyers and sellers, you have to be an expert in your craft. And how have you, what, what's your philosophy about becoming an expert and how, how have you become an expert in real estate? So really be willing to put in the time and the work. I would honestly say the basis of everything that I've ever done well at has been being unafraid to get uncomfortable. And it starts with that. And sometimes you're in situations, I remember when I first started so many times, I felt so dumb. I was 25 years old and I had never even leased a house by myself. And I felt so just silly and stupid, but you put a smile on and you listen to every word that everybody says around you and you ask for help. Like there are no stupid questions. I remember my first year, I was a afraid to ask for help. And that really took me not necessarily in a bad direction, but I just wasted time. Find somebody who's willing to talk to you about, you know, whether it's leadership, whether it's business or just a silly question. Maybe it's silly to you, but it, the only stupid question is the one that goes unasked. And that's my theory. That's how I live my life. Now I always ask questions and be an open book. Um, I would say getting uncomfortable and it doesn't matter. I, I hear people all the time say, don't be afraid to fail or be unafraid of failure. Being afraid of failure is normal. <laughs> I still don't like to fail. Um, I'm a perfectionist and I've had to get the heck over that because I would have failed in this business if I was trying to be perfect all the time. But just be, it's fine to be afraid of failure. It's fine to be nervous before you make a phone call to somebody. Um, it's fine to have your heart pumping out of your chest uh, before you raise your hand in class and ask a question about something, that's fine. Um, but just do it anyway. That, that's that's what I do. I still get nervous when I call somebody for the first time. And I literally do so many calls a week. It would be crazy, you know, to even try and count how many. Um, but it's okay to be afraid of failure. Just do stuff anyway. Once you're willing to get uncomfortable and you're, and you're just you know, fail forward and, and get become okay with that and get uncomfortable, um, do it anyway, um, you will start, doors will open for you because you're hungry and mentors will come to you and say, hey, okay, come alongside. Um, I'm going to help you with X, Y, and Z. Find a good mentor, find a good team, um, and also just do stuff. Um, and, and you have a great support team at JPAR. That's one of the reasons I love it here. If I don't know something, I still have people that I can go to after right. after years and now, you know supporting. You mentioned earlier that you were scared to ask, and yep. how did you overcome the fear, the scaredness, and get more comfortable asking the questions that you needed to ask? For me, I guess I had the advantage of this was my only thing. I had nothing else. I wasn't, I quit ballroom dancing and for a while I had a savings account. Um, a lot of people call it burning your boats. I think that's probably something every coach talks about in the world. I had burnt my boats and I had 
no choice but to get better and take responsibility for uh, every tiny little thing in my business, my closing ratios, how good I was in my phone calls. And I, I did it out of a need, but also do it out of a mindset because yeah, I had the advantage of having the need. If you have somebody else in your family who's working real estate with you and you're both making money or, or somebody has a, a nice W2 job or something like that, it's harder to do it out of a need. But your clients, if you can't do it for yourself, if you are an ethical agent, you will do it for your clients because every every little thing when it comes to negotiating on behalf of your clients, talking to your clients, um, presenting offers, uh, looking over offers, whatever it is, um, depends on you being an expert. And if you don't ask those questions and you don't get uncomfortable and you don't find out the answers to those questions, you're doing a disservice to your clients. Um, so I'd say put others before yourself as well. And it helps you get over that fear. Um, and nobody, you know what, if, if somebody tells you that your question is stupid, find somebody else to get advice from. <laughs> I know, maybe it's not yours, but find somebody else, be rid of them, you know, go to somebody else. Somebody else is going to be nice and they're going to be willing to help you. So I heard a couple of things. I heard uh, being a servant leader, uh, all about asking more questions. It's all about the client, not you. I heard about becoming a master in your craft. And I heard a little bit about ethics at the end. Let's go into the ethical part of it because it's sure. in this market, it's never been more important. There are uh -huh. all kinds of ethical issues uh, happening uh, in this tight inventory market. How, how is the ethical aspect of being in this business uh, been important to you? Honestly, it's been everything to us. It is one of the pillars of our business model. Um, our little logo says basically options, transparency, <laughs> solutions, and that transparency part is everything. Uh, when you go in front of a client, they can first and foremost do it for you because it's the right thing to do. Um, the bottom line is too though, business is simple when you are not having to, to claw your way to the top. Um, and you'll claw your way to the top if you don't have ethics because clients will dump you. They, they can sense somebody who's not authentic um, and they're not going to refer you. And that has been, honestly, if there's one thing that has to do with our greatest success, it is that we scream from the rooftops that we are ethical. We have a promise to our clients in every buyer presentation, every listing presentation that it's, it's called the walkaway promise. If something is not right for you, we will willingly walk away from it. We are completely fine. It is not about a commission. It is about what you want. Um, an example of that is I have been working on this um, airship deal for months and uh, Friday night, I'm on the phone with two attorneys and all the clients and their significant others until 11.32 at night, okay? I took a screenshot of my phone. That was not my record. I've been up till two o'clock in the morning doing this before. <laughs> but I took a screenshot of my phone to remind myself, like that was a really hard night. But at the end of the day, I literally, what happened is the two heirs were disagreeing. We had this unicorn buyer out of New York City with this beautiful cash offer. And if I had pushed, pushed, pushed my client to do something in that moment, that deal 
would have fallen apart. I just sent him a text message and I said, look, I know you're getting ready to sign this document. I care about what is best for you. Then you give them the facts. Look, if you don't do X, Y, and Z, you know, at least tomorrow, sometime this weekend, we're likely to lose this fire because they need a house, but you have got to do what is best for you. So I'm going to let you just think on that and make a decision. You're not going to get any pressure from me. And I mean, we have been working on this thing for months. Right. And I put that in the hands of my clients. And yeah, I gave them the information. Wonder my, what, what might happen if not, but that's ethics. You've got to be willing to let a commission go. And I know that's hard when you don't have other commissions coming in, maybe you're newer, um, but you, that speaks volumes to your clients. It speaks volumes to them and lets them know, like, this is my guide. This this is my, my expert. This is my guide. I'm going to trust them because they do have what's best for me in mind. Um, so put them first, even at your own risk. There you go. Well, uh, what an amazing couple of lessons we've learned uh, from you today. Now, if folks want to get a hold of you for a referral in uh, Johnson, Parker, or uh, Tarrant Counties, how, how do they do that? All right. So um, I'm happy to take a call and a text. 817-734-1019 um, is where you can find me. Um, that's my text. I give on a personal cell because I'm still, I'm still full throttle in the business, even with a team. You can reach me there. Uh, for any clients that want to start searches, they can go to our team website, which is the seal.group. And we're actually launching a new website full with educational webinars and uh, all sorts of really cool things for clients. And it will have some Texas-based information. So if you have people coming from out of state, uh, they can log in to those uh, webinars as well. But that will be the sealgroupre.com. So sealgroupre.com. Awesome. Well, thanks for spending some time with us. Congratulations on your success. And I can see why it is now by being a servant leader, by being a master at your craft and practicing with ethics. Yes, sir. I appreciate it so much. We love Jay Parr and I appreciate you uh, taking the time to, to interview me today. I'm really grateful. And until we see you again, may your choices reflect your hopes and not your fears. Take care. Mm -hmm.